What's going on, fam? This is Pastor G. And a few days ago, I was um, on YouTube and there was a a mix that was playing different music, etc. And one of the songs that popped up was Maybe God is Trying to Tell You Something, uh, which showed me a clip from the old school movie, The Color Purple. And in the clip, it shows Suge, uh, who is a pastor's daughter. And she's singing at what they used to call like a juke joint. It was outside, but it was a spot where they played jazz. And, you know, the, the old school folks would say, yeah, you shouldn't be caught out at the juke joint. I guess it would be the equivalent to what you would consider the club. And while Suge, the pastor's daughter, is singing at the club, it flashes to another scene where her dad is he's pastoring. And so the people in the church can hear the music playing from the juke joint or the club. So they decide that they're going to sing the song. Maybe God is trying to tell you something. Well, they start to sing the song and then Suge hears the song. She can hear from the church uh, the the blaring music and, and the deep soulful singing that's coming from the church. And she stops and she looks over at her band and. She begins to sing herself, uh, but this time she's singing. Uh, Maybe God is trying to tell you something. The same song they're singing in her church. And she begins to walk up the road, the dirt road to where that old rickety church is. And everyone is following her. And while everybody's following her, she continues to sing. And finally, Suge breaks into the church and she begins to sing and a young lady who was in the church who was singing lead concedes to her. And this is one of my most favorite scenes from The Color Purple because it talks about redemption and the fact that people can live in the world because Suge was off the chain and yet she came back. But there's something about that song that I absolutely love because what the song describes is it says you can't sleep at night. And you wonder why. And it says, maybe God is trying to tell you something. You know, there are times when you, you have this uneasy feeling. You, you aren't satisfied with where you are in life. You, you're not content with where you are or what you're doing or even with who you are. You know that there's more to life. You know that God has called you to another level. There's more for you to do. And so there's this anxiety, there's this 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 discontentment. You are grateful for what God has done, but yet there's something that's pulling you and there's more for you to do. Well, I can say that I've been there many times in my life. However, last year was a place where I I gotten there. Like I was really really there. If you understand what I'm talking about, and if you want to talk a little bit more about it, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to the book of Philippians chapter three, and we're going to talk about the topic. It's time coming up next on The Trifling Ones. All right, so Philippians 3, 
verses 12 through 14 says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Two things that we're going to talk about today, family, and I will be right back out of your way. And the first of those is the decision to change must be executed. The decision to change must be executed. The text that was read is a letter that was written to the church at Philippi by the Apostle Paul. And he says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. The decision to change must be executed. In this text, Paul is saying, I'm not all that. I haven't arrived. There's much for me to learn. And then he says, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. He is actually telling us that he's executing something. He's saying, I press on because there are so many times when we are not content with where we are. We know that we're living well below our purpose. We know that we're not exactly where we should be. And we think about this and we plan about this and we dream about this. And yet we don't ever press on to take hold of what it is that we're supposed to be doing. The decision to change must be executed. We've got to put a plan in place. We have got to seek him and pray about taking that first step, even as it relates to the trifling ones. You know, my nephew, uh, Chaz Guerra, he had he had said, Unc, I need you to you, you got to you got to get into this podcast thing. And I was like, nah, bro, that's that's not really for me. But when he said something, there was something within me that resonated. And I knew maybe I should look into this. Months went by. I didn't do anything. And yet there was a day when it said that I was going to press on to take hold of what I knew had now become a part of the ministry that God had given to me. The decision to change must be executed. You know that it's time to spread your wings But in some instances, somebody is telling you that you can't do it. Or somebody may even be telling you that or trying to make you feel like you can't do it without them. Well, keep in mind that God may have used somebody in your life. God may have placed somebody in your life to teach you some things and and to give you some knowledge and to deposit some things. But always remember it was God and no one else. It's time. It's time to make that decision and to execute that thing. The time to play around is over. It's time. But then the second thing that we need to take a look at is the deterrent to change must be eliminated. So first we have the decision to change must be executed. 
But the deterrent to change must be eliminated. This is what Paul says. This is what the word of God says. It says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize. The deterrent to change must be eliminated. Paul says, forgetting what is behind. There are probably lots of things, lots of barriers, lots of situations and challenges that would easily keep us from getting to where we're supposed to be. But we got to forget about every last deterrent. Because remember, if God has placed this feeling within you, if what you're dealing with is not just ambition, if what you're dealing with isn't just you wanting more, if what you're dealing with is God literally saying, yo, I'm calling you to do this, then that means that if he's placed that in you, you have everything that you need. Because God already knows uh, what you've been through. He already knows that you were abused. He already knows that you have self-esteem issues. He already knows that you don't have a whole lot of money. He already knows Every single barrier, every single deterrent that would keep you from being successful. And yet he's saying, come on over here. Why? Because he's saying, I got you. Whatever it is, I got you. We going to do this together. The deterrent to change must be eliminated. And so if you're at that point where you're sitting in your vehicle or you're at the crib or you're in the office, wherever you may be, you're walking across campus and you're saying, I've got to become healthier because I noticed that my body isn't what it should be. You know, then you got to grab hold of that thing. You press on to take hold of what God wants you to do. Listen. Whatever body type you may have, whatever body frame, whatever body shape you may have, God created you that way. But we can all live a healthy life because if you're not healthy, then you're no good to anybody else. In fact, you may become a burden to somebody else. And so if you're thinking about your health, it's time. If you're thinking about your finances, if you're saying that I could be doing so much better, I spend everything before I even before it even comes through the door, I'm spending it. Well, it's time for a plan. It's time to execute. It's time to do some things differently. If you're saying that, you know, I'm broken, man, I've been through some stuff and and it hurts and, and I don't know what to do and I don't know where, where to turn, then it's time to get some counseling. It's time to talk to somebody who can walk you through some, some steps. It's time. You may be saying my life is a mess and, and I'm not sure what to do, where to go, how to work it out. And I would say it's time to actually spend some time on your knees. It's time to seek him with everything that you've got. It's time to turn it all over to him. All the things that stand in the way, it's time. It's time to stop being a victim of the enemy. It's time for the enemy to stop being able to dangle that temptation in front of you and have you go for the okie doke every single time. It's time. I don't know about you, but I got to a place where it was just time. Well, I couldn't live the way that I was living before. I couldn't listen to what I was listening to before because it was time. This text in particular is of the utmost importance to me. The reason for that is that this is the text that God used to pull me 
into ministry, I knew that there was more to life. People told me throughout my life, they said, man, you know, you got a call on your life. And I would look at them and be like, well, what's a call look like? Yeah, I would avoid because I wanted to make sure that if I was going to do something for God, that that I was going to be real about it. Well, it had gotten so bad. I was ignoring signs that God was showing me so long that I was in this perpetual place of just knowing that I, I wasn't where I was supposed to be and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And in fact, by this point, I knew God was calling me into ministry, but I said, you know what? I I need you to write this on my forehead, God. Not literally, but I needed him to make it real plain to me. I was praying about it and I was seeking God. And I literally said, God, if if this is what you need me to do, if this is what you want me to do, I need you to make this abundantly clear. Right after I had that prayer, the young minister stepped up to the microphone and he began to read this text. And all I heard was forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. It was that day after hearing that text that I sat down in that church and I said, yes, Lord. I said, it's time said, I don't know exactly what this means. I don't know what it means to become a minister. And I don't know what this journey is going to be like. But I said, yes, it's time. All these years later, I never looked back. Because I made a decision. I made a choice that it was time. Wherever you are in your life, God is saying it's time. It is time for you to move from wherever you are. It is time for you to execute on whatever your purpose is. It is time to step away from the fear. It is time to let go of the hurt and the brokenness and all the things that have held you back at this point. The decision to change must be executed today because it's time. The deterrent to change must be eliminated because fam, trust me when I tell you, God has much work for you to do. It is time. Heavenly Father, we come before you now giving you thanks for all things. We ask that you will watch over us and keep us, protect us. But most importantly, help us to make the decision today to execute whatever it is that your purpose is. And that execution begins with us saying that we press on. Stop thinking about it and help us to stop dreaming about it, but rather execute on it. Also, Lord, we ask that you would allow us to address anything in our lives that keeps us from being able to make the change that must take place. And so help us to get rid of all of the deterrents. Help us to eliminate every last one of them. We want to grow in you. We want to be exactly who you've called us to be. We want to make sure that we take hold of, that we press on towards the goal to win the prize for which you've called us. All these things we ask in your son and our savior, Jesus Christ's name. 
And all of the trifling ones said, Amen, and it's time.